Welcome back to week 13. I'm, I don't know why I went so excited with it. I just lost. Welcome back. With my, with my worst <laughs> week of the year. But I'm excited because it's almost over. I don't have to put myself through this torture anymore. I know you're not quite as excited. Uh, no, I'm, I'm not ready for the season to be over. I'm not ready to go back to uh, th- what I'm usually at. Potential mediocrity. Yeah. I, I wouldn't call you I wouldn't call you bad, but you always are on that line. It of hasn't the, been the good. Well, last year I was on the line. I really went into like a deep recovery mode after uh Kepigate. So you know I did I get la- I think I got last place that year. Yeah, you did. Then, you know, second to last, then in the losers playoffs but not in the last place game. Then missed the playoffs by one game last year, and here I am. You you may have potentially broken the curse of Curtis. So we'll see. Kepi Gate is one of the great sports curses in our time. It's still alive. It's it's like the Billy Goat or like the curse of the Bambino or anything mm-hmm. else in in baseball. We've got the curse of of Curtis here. So looking good this week. Big matchup, but. We're here for for week 13. We haven't, I guess, introduced ourselves or introduced the podcast. So week 13 of the Fantasy Fuck Boys. Uh, I'm Travis. I'm David. And we're going to go through our same basic uh, formula. So looked at the listeners from last week. I don't think that uh, many people are still super invested. We had six listeners, I think. So part of the problem, I think, is with it being a holiday weekend, we didn't get it out until... Wednesday at like midnight. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was it was difficult. Uh, I don't know that's going to be much different. This one might yeah, not with get a out. late late week. Probably won't get out till Saturday, Saturday maybe. Yeah, yeah. It's it's all right. So I say that we do some of our early or some of our house cleaning things early. So anybody who wants to be on the podcast, I'm not asking uh, anybody anymore. Just reach out to me. Let me know if you want to be on. Uh, if I do this in the fourth minute versus the 44th minute, then I feel like more people will be inclined. So reach out to me. Let me know. Um, the reason I'm doing that is mostly because I'm just tired. I, I don't really want like <laughs> we're we're reeling at the end of the of the fuck boys and fantasy football is starting to drop down my priority list. Even though I'm gonna crawl into the playoffs, I just I don't know. I've lost interest a little bit. So uh, it happens at the end of the year. By August of next year, it'll be back at the top. So along with that, let's let's do a little talk about the NBA, and we can we can do a little bit more at the end as All well. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's talk about the big one: Russ and John Wall being traded. What are your What are your thoughts? So I've I've been trying to think who I think wins this trade it it really doesn't feel like there's a winner here um john wall's coming off an achilles injury he his whole game was like his explosiveness his athleticism when you've injured your achilles it's hard to get that back right away like some people just don't get it back at all um the rockets also got a first round pick with it because they had to you know do like the salary matching stuff because Russ gets paid like $45 million a year for the next three years, which, I mean, if that's what the Wizards want, I guess. 
Yeah, so I... I will say, I feel like Russ fits pretty good with Bradley Beal, assuming that he does a good job with, like, the kickouts and stuff, because... I, I don't know. I think... I'm going to say I'm, I'm going with the Rockets strictly because of the pick. I think that... I won't call them washed, but both of them are kind of out of their athletic prime. Mm-hmm. So Russ is... He, in the playoffs of last year, at least, looked a little bit like he lost a step. So I'm going to say the Rockets win it just because of that pick. I think the, the Wizards might go into a little bit of a decline, so that pick might... It's going to be a lottery pick, most likely. Yeah, I I don't remember exactly. It's protected for two years, maybe. I feel like, uh, at the very least, the first year, it's a lottery-protected pick. So, if, like, Russell Westbrook stays super inefficient or whatever, like he was in the playoffs, and they somehow... Like, the Wizards don't make the playoffs, then they still get the pick for this year, and it just moves to the year after, but... So you said it was... You think it's two years? It's either two or three okay. of protections, but I don't know... Probably a good thing to have Because it, it might have been... I don't know exactly. It might have been, like, lottery protected the first year, then, like, top ten protected the second year, and then, like, top Makes five the third year. But Makes sense. Really, uh, really banking on getting really not that much out of Russ. I, yeah. Hopefully, just bringing in fans. So, I don't know. We can we can kind of discuss more of it at the end if we want. I mean, if we had a podcast all about basketball, maybe we'd. I mean, I think we'd go on for forty five minutes yeah. to an hour, uh, probably every week with everything that's going on right now. Season starts in just a couple of weeks. So, mm-hmm. I guess one last thing that I wanted to say about it is that both players had requested trades anyways. So it might've just been a case of the teams kind of being like, fuck it, fuck it. Neither of these guys want to be here. Let's just swap them. Yeah. I don't know. Russ didn't show up for training Training camp camp, reportedly. Apparently he was already in Washington. So it makes it seem like they had kind of already had a deal figured out. And it just hadn't actually been. Yeah, I mean, yet. I don't know. John Wall meets up with Boogie again, and I don't know that James Harden will be there or not. But we'll, we'll see. John Wall's finally wearing his true colors. Yeah, he. <laughs> we, we won't we won't call out any uh, affiliations <laughs> on on the podcast. But let's let's move into to football now. Um, let's do some recaps, starting with me versus James and Stan. Pretty unfortunate. I lost my girlfriend over this matchup. Um, I lost one of one point three to eighty-eight point five. My first week under a hundred. Not super encouraging going into the playoffs, but had a couple guys out, and I'll attribute it to that. I mean, kudos to James and Stan for getting over a hundred. I <laughs> I don't know if it was you or if it was Ben, but. Someone told me if you score a hundred points. Oh, that was me okay. last week on the podcast. I, I, I said, thought it was. Didn't know I for said, sure. This is probably almost verbatim. All you really have to do is score a hundred points, and you should win. I didn't score a hundred points. If I had scored exactly a hundred points, I would have lost. So it was a good week for them. Yeah, but absolutely. But I lost. Drops me to six and six in eighth place. 
really shouldn't matter too much. We can kind of talk about playoff seating and, and standings uh, near the end, but nothing should really matter that much um, moving forward here. But let's go on to the next matchup. What was the what was the matchup of the week last week? Do you remember? Oh gosh, Jesse and Connor nine and eleven. Jesse, yeah. Well, yep. we'll we'll save that one for last, but. Let's go to Max and Jaden. Max puts up the high score of the year, 189.55 to Jaden's 137.3. Really not a bad week for either of them, obviously. Max just popped off. Really big news, though, Will he, Fuller. He cheated. He, I think Max cheated. I think he should... All Will Fuller points are vacated for the yeah. rest of the year. Well, not for the rest of the year. Cause so we're going to backdate it, too. So all his Will Fuller points from... Prior weeks are going to be taken away, and then we'll adjust oh, okay. the records. So we're, you know, maybe Max isn't in the playoffs anymore. Who knows? So we're not <laughs> going to do the like basically every college team that cheats. We vacate those wins in like national championship, even though they can. No, we're gonna keep everything. We're gonna be more fair. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna be a little bit, I guess, more proactive. Yeah. Than that, this is gonna feel like something that would get us way sidetracked. But imagine if college football did it that way. So USC only lost the touchdowns that Reggie Bush scored. So, like, there may be some games where they won with a lot of passing touchdowns. They still get that win because once you take away Reggie Bush's touchdowns, it still equals out to them winning. It seems like a ton of work. But I feel like it's the most fair way, you, you know? You know, you hire an unpaid, col- unpaid college intern, just say, go to work. It's the best type of intern, is the unpaid intern. I think we need one around here. We can we can figure it out. But I'm sure there's a, they can, a struggling podcast that's looking to get a little more consistent in their production values and stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, if it, maybe they're really into like the NBA stuff, just like we're really into the NBA stuff. So, if if any of you guys have any background in podcasting and have interest in both fantasy football and the NBA, give us a, a call. We'll we won't pay you, but we'll give you some valuable life experience and work experience. So, you can go back and look at exactly how much Will Fuller scored and potentially uh, tell us how many wins and losses Max would have without him. So, anyway, let's move on to Jack versus Drew. Jack wins 139.8 to Drew's 112.25. Big news for Drew was that he had people back and healthy, Austin Eckler and Raheem Mostert. And even though he didn't have a great week, I mean, 112.25 seems like it might be about his floor at this point. Like, Yeah, no, real, real encouraging stuff, you know. 18 from Austin Eckler. I know people were kind of worried because hamstring injuries are really easy to re-aggravate, but seemed to be fine. Got a lot of passing work, it feels like. I guess I can check the game log to see if he actually did. But I mean, they, they used him in his full workload, which was... Yeah, 16 targets, so... A, a little bit. <laughs> a little bit of passing work. Um, that kind of hurts for people like... Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Hunter Henry, just mm-hmm. a little bit. I don't know. I guess I didn't look at all of their stats, but the Chargers throw the ball so much. Yeah, I don't know. It, it was it was encouraging to see that he got his full workload back. I don't think Raheem Mostert got his 
quite fully back, but he still, I mean, had a pretty decent game, had a rushing touchdown, I think. So mm-hmm. let's go on to Adam versus Ben. Did Adam set the record, or was he just off there? I don't believe he did. So Adam scores 65.4 points to Ben's 119.15. Not really a great week from either by any means, but definitely a lot worse by Adam. So uh, I, I, don't, I don't even know what to say about it. Pretty, so, pretty bad week. Yeah, two weeks ago, Stan and James scored 56. 56, okay. I didn't know if it was 66 or 56. But, yeah, so he will have a bottom four or five score this year. Yes, absolutely. Good for him. Yeah, I mean, I didn't. I'm not manifesting anything. I won't. I won't <laughs> jinx it anymore. At this point, we'll let the playoffs settle the rest of it. So, Adams trying to avoid a potential buy past the first round of the playoffs of the losers' playoffs. So, that's not something you want. Yeah, you know, I do want to give him a shout out for uh, playing Kendall Hinton, just because. You know, I like I like the idea. He completed one pass to the Broncos and two passes to the Saints. Had it not been against the Saints, I would have liked it a little bit more. But I definitely went into that game like thinking, "Hey, maybe I can pick him up." Like I guess when he when it first was announced, I'm like, "Hey, maybe I can pick him up." But my thought was, I think there's a better chance of him scoring negative points. Then positive points, even mm-hmm. if he is a quarterback with wide receiver designation. Um, just just a tough matchup. The Saints are arguably like a top three defense right now. So, I guess what I would say about it is the Broncos didn't even use him right. Like if you have a person who hasn't played quarterback before, you shouldn't be having him throwing it 20 yards downfield. The one completion was a screen pass to Noah Fant. Like, you should be doing that in the game, like screen passes, quick outs, things where the defense doesn't have time to read your eyes or see what the play is doing. That came. Did that come in the third quarter? Yeah, it was like the first play of the second half. So it took second half adjustments for them to realize that they were doing things incorrectly. Yeah, but they only threw one screen pass. Yeah, so... yeah. I, I so don't they know. threw one, completed it, got like a 12-yard gain out of it, and, and then decided to abandon it. And they got their points from the running back on the other side, throwing an interception, is that right? And then they kicked a field goal without really moving the ball? Yep, absolutely. Okay, okay. that running back was Taysom Hill. <laughs> um, I I don't know, he didn't, did he have two rushing touchdowns? Two rushing touchdowns, yeah. Yeah, so... Definitely looked a lot more uh, suspect this week. We'll see if they start to wonder about, I don't know, Jameis or if maybe rushing Drew Brees back. Mm -hmm. But the Saints definitely struggled a little bit in that game, you know, for them being, I don't know, 20-point favorites or whatever they were. So it was not very pretty. But Ben gets the win over Adam. And let's go on to you versus... Tostin, I guess he changed his uh, team name to Need Mo Cox No Homo. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you beat Tostin one seventy three point five to Tostin's ninety four point two five. I'll kind of let you talk about it. It was a huge week from Tyreek. It was a huge week from Tyreek. 
That's really all. That That's all I need to say. He had 200 yards receiving and two touchdowns in the first quarter. Can you can you give me the point total for Tyreek? Uh, it was 53.4. 53.4. So Tyreek by himself almost outscored the lowest scorer of the year by an entire team. Yes. And it only lost to Adam's team by 12 this week? Yeah. Yeah. It would have been like 12, 12 total points. So I hope that makes you feel better <laughs> with, with those guys that got the low scores. Here's, um, the, th- here's the thing about my team, though. I, I did great in other places, too. Shouts out Devontae Parker, 16 points. Shouts out Debo Samuel, 19 points. Shouts out the Houston D, which I'm still pissed at the Panthers for not declaring Christian McCaffrey out until Saturday, so I had to drop Jordan Wilkins to pick up the Houston D, and then Jonathan Taylor goes on the COVID list. It was a a whole mess. You were were definitely fretting about that. But they got me 17, so I was... It was justified. I mean, it ended up working out. I don't think Jordan Wilkins did. I think he had like nine. So he did He did all right. But If I would have, I guess I don't know if I would have played him over Damian Harris, but like, yeah, it would have been a better play. Yeah, I mean, at least you had an option there that mm-hmm. you had to drop because the Panthers are not a great yes. organization right now. So let's go to the, I think it's the lowest scoring matchup of the week. Nick versus... Brandon, Nick beat Brandon 92.4 to Brandon's 89.45. The slide continues for Brandon. I think he started out, what, like 6-0? And I yep. think he's 1-5 since. So, um, again, that's off the top. We didn't do any research, so I don't know if that's completely accurate or not. But close matchup here. Um, big for Nick. It, it solidifies him in the playoffs. He was worried about that doesn't have Tom Brady or Mike Evans this week. So had he lost this one, he would have been, I guess, right on that edge and potentially could have lost the other three teams that are, that are there. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, no, you got anything to, to say about that? Yeah, um, I guess, like, Kyler Murray's hurt right now. I didn't actually watch that game. But from what I've heard, like, it was pretty noticeable how, like, he just – wasn't using his legs as often to try to pick up plays to avoid hits because he hurt his shoulder, not his legs. But and then I guess like he, it sounds like he doesn't have the same zip on the ball that he had at the beginning of the year. So we'll have to see if another week of not getting hit will kind of help him heal up. Yeah, it's it's going to be interesting to see because they definitely need him to start playing well because I think they're right on the line of the playoffs mm-hmm. which they were playing their best when he could run and he could throw the ball deep downfield so I'm interested to see what they do I uh I don't know I'm concerned it was it was a concern of mine and I know of a lot of people when he came into the league saying that he was going to be a running quarterback a little bit uh when he's not very big it's easy for someone like that to get mm-hmm. hurt trust me I'm about the same size as him so yeah. It sucks for for Brandon. That's a big hit. But all it takes is a week of him being healthy and his team really could be just popping off. So still a dangerous team, still a playoff team. But let's go on to Connor versus Jesse. Connor beats Jesse 133.4 to Jesse's 73.95. The, the pain 
continues for Jesse. He mm-hmm. has had some really bad weeks right in a row. And no no position to get in the last two spots to get that first round by. But still should be concerned about potentially moving into that last place game. Connor can be happy. Uh, it looks like he might miss that if he continues on this pace. Don't think the Texans will do what they did every week, but at least it's a little bit more encouraging for him this week. So, yeah, um, yeah, Jesse's team just really hasn't really shown up these past couple weeks, and uh, knocked him out of any chance of getting into the playoffs. I mean, I guess he still technically has a chance, but I think he needs to win, have Connor lose, have you have lose, me lose, and then outscore me by like two hundred points. So yeah, let's see. You are at fifteen hundred. He's at two forty six. So he'd have to outscore you by two hundred fifty points. Okay. Yeah, I mean, so still a chance. Well, he needs. Yeah, two hundred fifty points gets him up to you. So. He would need to score, if we're taking, like, league average scores, like 360 points this week. I'm at 125 a week, roughly. So he would have to get 375 points this week. I I mean... It's not impossible. It could happen. <laughs> if every player on his team just does what Tyreek does, he's easily there. Mm-hmm. So... Anyway. I won't count him out yet. I was going to say, the star's not next to my name yet as playoff bound. Every other position is. The only real big change that could happen would be Jaden dropping down and having Max or Brandon flip up into that spot um, with points scored. But outside of that, you and Ben are going to be 1-2. Jaden's at 3 right now. If he loses... If Jaden wins and I lose, Jaden could pass me because he does have 30 more points scored than me okay. on the year. Yeah, so, I mean, I guess I should say from the bottom three, there really shouldn't be too much movement. The top five will have a little bit of movement. Mm-hmm. Again, it could be it could be significant on who picks who. But ultimately, the difference between the four and the five is relatively insignificant. At least getting that four spot means that you're not going to get picked by one of the top three. But that isn't necessarily, it's not necessarily a great thing. You could be stuck with a couple of teams in the bottom that can put up big points. I think all eight teams are pretty dangerous. So let's go into, let's go into wagers from this past week. We had some okay weeks, and I think that we should, let's start it out with the Will Fuller news, we made the executive decision that Will Fuller's PED use does count as an injury, as a missed week, even though we said it would have to be an injury. The reason we made this ruling is because only you and me picked <laughs> Will Fuller and everybody else picked Brandon Cooks. And yeah, so, so uh, fuck you guys. Yeah, go fuck <laughs> yourselves. I mean, ultimately, it doesn't look like it's going to be a huge deal um, yeah i'm if i'm reading this right i'm 10 and a half points behind the leader going into the last week so we'll we'll do some playoffs we'll do playoffs but like last regular season week you know yeah we'll we'll probably drop down how many 
matchups we do in the playoffs. So there's going to be mm-hmm. less points given in the playoffs. We're kind of doing it on the fly. I mean, that's what we did this week as well. So, yeah, it's starting to get out of reach for us a little bit. So this extra point is more for our pride than anything. So let's uh, let's go over the top performers. Adam missed one matchup. I'm I'm proud to say it was myself, or not so proud to say it was myself. Adam scored seven points. Ben scored six. Connor scored five. I scored five. Max scored five. And then four and a half from Jack. Four from you. Three from James and Stan. And two and a half from Drew. Big week from Adam. Keeps him in the lead. He's two points up on Ben. Drew falls back a little bit um, with a couple of bad weeks in a row. So a lot of people close. Um, five points between, looks like, Adam and the top five people. So I guess five or six points between Adam and the top five people. So it's not it's not terrible. It, it should be mm-hmm. interesting. Um, this week we're going to, again, switch things up a little bit. We'll talk about it. But you know what? Let's just do it right now. We'll go into to matchups this week. Um, so rather than just doing a couple of select matchups this week, we decided that since it's the last week of the regular season, everybody's going to have a wager and a matchup in their uh, in their matchup. So we could kind of uh, can kind of have people catch up in or pull away this week in wagers. So. Let's start it here with Nick and myself. I'm going to take myself over Nick. Nick doesn't have Brady or Evans, so I'm feeling pretty okay. And the matchup between us, or the wager between us, is going to be for everybody except for a QB who scores the closest to an 18-yard touchdown. So wide receivers, running backs, tight ends, flexes, and even defense. Whoever scores the closest to an 18-yard touchdown Wins that wager point. Yeah, uh, I'm also going to go with you. I will note, Nick should have Kenny Galladay back this week, which would obviously be pretty big for him. Um, but then I'm going to go DJ Chark with, in, with a 19-yard touchdown. Okay. And that will be the closest to 18 yards. Okay, so I, I like that you didn't even just – say my team as a whole, but you went with no, DJ Chark. DJ Chark. I love it. I think Gardner is going to be back this week. Hopefully. Mm-hmm. he. And Honestly, if DJ plays this week and doesn't sit out with the flu again, I'll be happy. I'm also going with myself, and I really don't know. I think I'm going to have I'm going to have seven players score either 18 yards or 19-yard touchdowns. Nice. So. That, um, that's a good week. That, <laughs> I'm I'm calling it right now. So it's I'm just gonna it's just gonna be almost offensive how spot on mm-hmm. my players are with their uh, with their touchdown grabs. So. so we didn't really go over like NFL news. So just really quick, did you see that they the Jaguars said that depending on how it goes, they may do a different quarterback every week. So Doug Marone, without saying it said we are going to tank if someone's playing too well then we're going to probably pull them because Mike Glennon really didn't play that poorly. I mean it wasn't 
I guess I don't know if we talked about this on the podcast or if it was when we like just over text or whatever. But we had a theory that Mike Glennon was actually gonna be the savior, just like best football you've ever seen. And while he didn't get to that point, he didn't do terrible either. It was it was pretty good for what I was expecting, honestly. I I mean, I think we said that Troy Aikman was going to sub on TV. Yeah, yeah. I don't think he... I, I guess I didn't watch the game. I don't know if he did or not, but... I mean, as far as I know, Troy Aikman wasn't even the announcer for that game. I mean, did he <laughs> sob, though? That's the big question. Maybe. I I don't know. I, I don't think he was that bad. I don't think Gardner will be that bad. I don't know about Jake Luton, if he's going to be any good or not, but... It sounds like they're going to rotate quarterbacks based on really maybe not who gives them the best chance to win, but who keeps the Jaguars franchise in best interest when it comes to Mm -hmm. high draft picks. So all speculation, obviously, but it doesn't sound great for the Jaguars the rest of the season. So from there, let's go to Max and James and Stan. I'm going to pick Max, and what is the wager? So this one was uh, Jason Sanders versus Young Hui Ku, just straight up, I believe. Okay, yep, they've both been very hot, I guess, as kickers. both recently had 20-point games and have both recently had two other games where they hit double digits. Uh, I think Young Hui had two games of 12 and then a game of 11, but then Jason Sanders had two games of 10 and a game of 8. So they've just been lighting it up pretty much. So I'm going to go with Jason Sanders. I, okay. I feel like the majority is going to go Young Hui. Oh, I'm also going to go Max. I, I wrote it down already. I kind of assumed... Yeah. <laughs> but I, I'm also going Sanders thinking that the majority is going to go Young Ho. Um, just dropped a 20 bomb on me last week. But I don't know. I, I have to go against the green, get some points back. So that's my thought with it. So let's go on to Jack versus Jaden. I'm going to pick I'm gonna pick Jaden here. I think that his team performs knowing that he needs to hold on to that three spot. So Jaden beats Jack and... What is the... So this one is Josh Allen versus Russell Wilson, also straight up. Okay, and we did this one earlier in the year. And then Jaden ended up sitting Josh Allen. Okay, so we're expecting Jaden to play Josh Allen this week. Yes. I think that he's going to have a little bit of a vendetta against his head coach slash owner, Jaden. And he's going to show him why he should have been playing the first matchup, I guess. So I'm going Josh Allen. I thought you were going to say he's going to show a vendetta against him for benching him that one week and then just put it up an absolute stinker. In which case, I would have said I absolutely agree with you. Okay. Okay. So, you're going to Russ? You know, I'm going to go Jack and Russ. Um, Josh Allen, 13 points this week. Ooh. I don't even know who they're playing, but uh, San Francisco. So not no, a, it's, not a, it's possible. Not a bad defense. It's possible. 
let's go on to Adam versus Drew. And they've got a wager on this one. It's bench point between these two. Yep. So I'm going to go with Drew. I don't know who's on either of their benches, <laughs> but I'm going to say I'll just go Drew all the way around. Drew and his bench, both. I'll go Adam all the way around. Okay. Although, looking at the teams and the points, the mind tells me go Drew, but the heart tells me to go Adam. Wow. You've been always follow your heart. I don't know what I don't know if it's you being successful this year or what, but you've been a lot easier on Adam. I have. I really have. I, I've picked him the last three weeks, I think. And he just scored 65 points I, I mean, last week. I, I don't. <laughs> I, I won't say anything about it. I don't know why. But it, it's probably deserved for Adam there. I, I put some bad juju on him, maybe. I'm just trying to offset the fact that you are manifesting him going into the last place game. And that's not a manifestation from myself. I, I'm trying so hard to stop manifesting, but I'm just... I'm manifesting so hard it just can't be stopped, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. So, it, once you start manifesting, you have to fully manifest. Yeah, it's just you have to finish. Yeah, you have. I mean, you have. It's, it's impossible. I can't just like hold myself and and not finish. You know, not finishing your manifest is like giving the world blue balls. And at this point, I just I, I can't do that to myself. No. Morally, <laughs> it's just not right. Absolutely not, and it's I guess internal morals in that case. So it's all it's all about me. It's whatever. I'll <laughs> we'll, we'll explain it later. But let's go to you versus Ben. Actually, let's not. Let's go to Connor versus Tostin. Really low scoring matchup. Don't know what's going on here. Uh, who they have out, but this one is going to be interesting on the wager. We've got Connor's Texans players versus. Tostin's all-star team um, of Rodgers, Higgins, and Carson. So it's going to be Deshaun, Duke Johnson, and Brandon Cooks. Yep. We're going to flex that a little bit because David Johnson might be back this week. If he is back, we'll take out the running backs and maybe replace T. Higgins with, does he have a better wide receiver? Uh, Fulgham. <laughs> no, so he does. So he doesn't. <laughs> I don't think Fulgham scored five points combined in the last three weeks. So it's been. We could do Kenyon Drake instead of Duke Johnson. Although that I seems mean, a little a little lopsided. We'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll we'll do it on the fly. If if is David Johnson able to be back this week? I thought he was still on IR. I think they designated him to return. Okay. If I'm not mistaken. Regardless, I'm gonna go with. Tostin and Tostin all the way around. He's gonna he's gonna beat Ta- or beat Connor. And regardless of who he throws out there, it could be Rogers and T. Higgins versus Cooks and Deshaun. Tostin's winning. Yeah, I'm gonna go Connor and Connor in this one. And I believe that Connor is gonna get so close to passing you. Well, no, because you're going to win. So scratch that. Ouch. I would never. Ouch. Okay. Connor's going to score a lot of points this week to get his hopes up. The point is he's going to get his hopes up and then 
so he still not make it. He has to beat me by 170. Yeah, points? it was something like that. So Connor's gonna beat me by 170 points, but I'm still gonna win. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So record is gonna be the only thing dividing us. Yeah. Makes sense. If you had lost, then it would switch. So Connor's gonna outscore me on the regular season, which would make him like a top three scorer. Mm-hmm. Even worse, I a lot of salt in the wound here. I like it. I mean, I think he would pass me in points four I'm, as well. Most likely, yeah. I mean, so, unless I score because I'm fifty behind you. So, all that hatred that had previously been directed at Adam is now being thrown at Connor. And yeah. I like it. Well, since you're manifesting for Adam, I'm manifesting for Connor. It makes sense. It's just flipped roles. You know, yin, yang. You, you heard it here first. I picked Connor in last place to start the year, and David picked Adam, and now we've kind of flipped it. Yeah, so, absolutely. So, I mean, it's just it's what the fuck boys do. You know, I, I guess you could say that we double teamed it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's whatever. But... Let's go to Brandon versus Jesse. I'm going with Brandon over Jesse. This one is... What is this one? Gosh, I have no idea. I don't remember. Okay, this one is the lowest yards... Oh, yeah. Lowest yards per carry between Josh Jacobs and Zeke. So whoever between the two of them has the lower yards per carry this week, I guess, wins. So they don't win in real life, most likely, but they, they win. So... Let me uh, do some research here. I have n- I have no idea, idea who either is playing. Uh, I'm going to say Josh Jacobs is going to have a lower. I'm going to say Zeke is going to have a lower for a reason, and you, there's no takes backsies on these. Okay. Um, Josh Jacobs is playing the Jets. Oh, shit. <laughs> Ezekiel okay. Elliott is playing the Ravens. Okay, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so you're going... Zeke will have a lower yards per carry. Who are you going for in the matchup? I'm going to go Jesse. Okay. You know, why the sub not? So Jesse has scored like a combined 130 points the last two weeks. And he's going to score 130 this week. All right. He's going he's gonna to break out this week. So let's move on to the matchup of the week. Same basic rules apply on the wagers here. You get this one right, you get a point and a half, and it's going to be between you and Ben, obviously. This is going to decide who gets first place overall, gets that awesome stack of cash that mm-hmm. you get for the first yep. place. Yep. All, I think, 15 bucks. Get your money back or whatever. I'm going to go I'm going to go with you because... I know it's hard. I'm a good co-host. You've got a bunch of people. You've got, you've got Carolina on by. You've got... Tampa Bay. Rojo on by, so it's tough. That's really it. That's I mean, I have no my running backs. No running by. backs, but Ben's been a little bit beat up, and he's looking a little bit more suspect because of it. I don't. I think that he probably gets healthier before the playoffs, but this week it just feels like the stars might be aligning for you. Yeah, you know, if there was ever a week for me to not pick myself, it would be this week, but why would I ever pick against myself? Um I'm going to win in decisive fashion and really just, I don't even know the right word for this, really just cement myself in that top spot. 
Yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess that works. Cement. That's that's a phrase. Yeah, you're gonna cement yourself. You're gonna forcibly put yourself on that top spot. Yeah, I I'm going to. I'm not gonna say it. (laughs) I mean, if there's ever a podcast that you're gonna say something along these lines, it's gonna be this one. We had six listeners last week. I'm gonna rape that top (laughs) spot. Okay, okay. (laughs) I figure that's where you're going. I I mean. I don't like it. I don't like it either. <laughs> I feel I feel terrible saying it. But, you know, do it for fantasy football. So, for that sweet, sweet $15. Yeah. Um, it's worth it. <laughs> totally worth it. All right. So, that's it. That's, that's what we've got. That's the last matchups of the regular mm-hmm. season. I don't have much to say. I mean, I guess if you wanted to talk a little bit more basketball, AD signed a big deal. Yeah, that was that was the main thing that I was thinking that we could talk about. Um, that pretty much guarantees that they don't think. Has Giannis already signed a super max? I guess he has not, but he's gonna probably sign back in Milwaukee. Yeah, we can... I, AD signing pretty much guarantees that the Lakers don't think they would be able to get Giannis. Yeah. And as we can talk about that too with Giannis doing his best to not tamper while completely tampering at the same time by talking up LeBron a ton and trying to convince him to come to Milwaukee. LeBron just signed two years uh, with the Lakers, right? Yes, through 2023, I think. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. He still call- he called him the best player in the world and how he'd love to play with him, but then Anthony Davis came out and signed that contract so i don't think there's any way that that yep. happens so yeah um outside of that i don't have any other news that i really want to talk about yeah i don't know i mean we could talk about i don't even know what the christmas day games are though i know the clippers play the nuggets i'm sure the lakers play somebody somebody pelicans are being forced on us again yep um, um for whatever reason and then yeah i don't i don't really know is it like Pelican Kings or something like that? Something I feel like, like that. It's, yeah, it's I'm sure the Nets play. Nets and Celtics play. I think. Yeah, that makes sense. That's not surprising. Yeah, but so that's the only real slate of games that I've seen so far. Yeah, they. I don't think they've officially announced the schedule for the season, which is going to be tough. But I don't know. I'm excited nonetheless. Um, really wish I had a full podcast to talk about it on mm-hmm. or a full podcast to listen to about it yeah i mean that that'd be cool i uh, mean there there's all those podcasts out there that talk about basketball but i'm really looking for like a a homegrown one that feels you know like everyone's a small family in it yeah yeah i, I get i get what you're saying something maybe from like a, a small town in iowa yeah uh, yeah a couple of of a couple of like college friends high school friends High school friends, state okay. friends through college, maybe. Yeah, didn't maybe maybe didn't play all the way through high school, but still are pretty knowledgeable. The They're yeah. pretty knowledgeable yeah. about the the NBA and the game. Yeah, no, I I I can feel that sentiment. I I I agree there. I mean, if anyone knows of one, like, let us know. Just, Along with the in, intern thing, if anyone, if anyone knows of an unpaid intern for us. Yeah, I mean, again, the requirements are. Must have a little bit of background in podcasting. Uh, potentially, I don't know, maybe you've put out 17, 18, 19 of your own episodes. Mm-hmm. Then I also ask that 
you've got some interest in fantasy football and maybe some NBA basketball because we've started to integrate that more to account for what we're missing in our week-to-week NBA yep. podcast lives. So anything there, anybody who knows anything about anybody that would be interested, let us know. Yeah. So I guess with that, that's all I have. That's all I have. Hey, fuck it. Hey, fuck it. We gotta fucking deal with this together, bro. Okay? You got this shit. Okay, bye.